0: So, Gilles, it's a pleasure. No, to, it's a pleasure for me too. So, it's uh, great to see you again. And just to let the audience know, we are—it's the next day after the, would you say, a seminar uh, or workshop? workshop? Workshop, right? Okay. And uh, since we didn't have a t- uh, chance to, have a good full talk after. Uh, right now, we are in a cafe, meeting up, and having this nice chat about everything. Uh, bless you. <laughs> So. <coughs> Uh, let's start with uh, a little bit about how you came
1: to uh, the Winhalf. method. What brought you there? Do you want a long story or a extra long story? <laughs> let's do a medium. medium yeah. <laughs> um, most of my life I was always looking for, for fears. Mm. As I mentioned previously, what you heard was that I believe that you have to be, you have to improve yourself every single day. If you don't improve yourself every single day, then what's the point? Mm. Like at least a little bit. So I was always looking for fears because fear is the greatest example of your weakness. If you're weak of something, you're afraid of it. As an example, most of the people are afraid of heights mm. only because they never actually got used to being there. So it was the same for me with ice, with water, with cold. Mm. Once I was standing just right in front of the... All in the lake while well, there was like 17 and I was scared as hell. I thought I'm gonna die, but I managed to jump in. I jumped out. I was all like, I was steaming, like, literally, there were steams coming off of my body. It was beautiful. <laughs> and uh, yeah, for the next two months, I was asking myself, Why? Why was I afraid of it? And just simply, bit by bit, for some reason, uh, Wim, Hof, Wim Hof Method Workshop appeared. Hmm. on my Facebook wall And when I saw it, I was like, Hof, where did I heard this name? Like ah, I something with Iceman, some Nether guy in Netherlands, whatever I chose it, I went to it and uh, yeah, I went to a workshop. I was I wasn't prepared at all. As I mentioned before to you that I had a date after the workshop. That date was very bad because I was into completely different things because I was there. My world changed afterwards, like imagine your world changes and then you go to a date and you hear how someone goes to the, okay. their hobbies to go to the shops and so buy stuff and Netflix and all that stuff. So, so everything was... Would you say, if I'm catching this right, so did you tr- experience that kind of transformation and change during the, the workshop? Yeah. Okay. First time when I went to, when I did a breathing, I can't remember what I, what actually happened, but I remember but I felt very good. But first time when I jumped in an ice bath, mm-hmm. I remember everything out of it. It felt like ages. Mm-hmm. I've, I've sat into an ice bath. There was a Arthur Paulins, uh, instructor. He's a Wim Hof instructor. I'm working with him right now back in London. So he was right next to me. I went there. He saw that I was all tensed. Mm-hmm. He asked me to relax. But at that moment, I felt I felt the worst probably pain I could have felt in my life, in my like palms and my feet. Mm. But about after 20, 30 seconds just disappeared and mm. the best euphoria ever kicked in. I'm still chasing that dragon. Mm. I'm literally still chasing that dragon. I'm still chasing that single feeling. But that happened just once. I I, I for some reason I, I know exactly what
0: you mean by chasing the dragon. And also you mentioned that metaphor yeah. yesterday. But just to make sure everybody gets what you mean, can you explain what you mean by, by that metaphor? I don't know if that's like a common common one. So
1: uh, because I find that just to maybe to get a uh, quick thought as well. well I, yeah. Completely, truly, this this sentence is mainly used when people are talking about heroin. Oh, okay. uh, people who are like oh. into uh, heroin addiction and stuff okay. like that. Because they use it first time, they they have uh, that amazing feeling, and then mm. next time they always try to repeat okay. that same feeling. Yeah, yeah. So you can at the same time, you can use it in different triplets. Sure. Because for me, that was the best feeling I ever felt. That was your mm. forehead, that was quiet. Because for the first 20, 30 seconds, I've heard myself screaming in my ear. Mm. I've heard my, like literally, I was right next to myself and like screaming into, mm. into my ear. But then after 20, 30 seconds, everything just went quiet. I remember Arthur, he asked me to get out of the ice bath because I was already there for long. And I was like, "Nah, no, I've just started feeling good. I've just started feeling good, a little bit more, but I had to get out. But yeah, that, that's what it means, you, mm. you try something, you experience that amazing feeling and you try to repeat that feeling. That's what chasing the dragon is. Yeah. But most of the time you can't repeat it because you're trying to repeat it, it's a sweet irony. I, I'm familiar with the, the idea, the
0: concept because I used to be much more actively involved in kind of spirituality mm-hmm. and uh, there is that blissful feeling as well where you can experience doing meditation or, or some retreats and I've been there sometime, a while ago but I had that experience as well where, where you experience that sense of bliss and then you're like how did I do that and then, <laughs> and up to degrees I, I don't think you went through the same exact thing but, but I think it's still relatable <laughs> where I experienced that bliss a few times in my life that blissful state uh, initially was spontaneous, without me. Uh, being with a teacher. But back then, without someone guiding me, I was like, okay, I was sitting like this, I was <laughs> drinking that this, this type of tea, it was that, a that much time, you know, and the what did uh, you drink the yesterday, huh? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like, I tried, I, I wasn't drunk, <laughs> but I tried to replicate everything and yeah. it didn't work. And only when I met uh, my teacher of the day, he started explaining to me like, okay, it's like, and I like the metaphor he used, he said, it's like having a, a chair stuck on your butt, you you stand up and you're like, did this felt good. And you stand up and you're looking around and, and the, the, the chair is stuck on your butt and so you can't see it. And the more you chase it, you never mm. frame it until you just kind of let it go and you're like, oh, it's back there. So, so yeah, I've been through a similar journey and it's, it's, it's an interesting
1: one that, that we go through this, but just wanted to, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I it's like another, like, not not, not a mind, trip. I'm not sure how to yeah. say it, but like another way how you can explore your mind by trying to repeat that without repeating it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, sure. Yeah. Because to to uh, to get that feeling, whatever feeling you have, again, mm. you need to completely try not to have that feeling. Mm. It's like it's, it's, yeah, right. It's tricky. Like tricky. whenever you try something new, you yeah. get that rush of just like yes, that was awesome. Yeah. But then later it was just like meh. Okay.
0: So if I would ask you, uh, well, to kind of finish up a bit of your bio, uh, how many years have you been now about an instructor or kind
1: of a coach in, instructor? Or? As an instructor, I wasn't for that long. Uh, mm. I was practicing Remember of Method for the last, like, three, four years, something mm. like that. Right. And uh, I've, started, I've started my instructor course, was it, a year ago. Yeah. Because there's, uh, mm. you, you do the first part and then there's about seven months gap. Mm. In those seven months, you have to, you have to get experience as an instructor, but doing it for free. So like, for example, uh, working with your family. Yeah. Kind of uh, like internship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you learn through that experience. Yeah. And then later was there's a one week of like finishing the course mm-hmm. where you show your experience. Mm. So I officially, I'm you know, as an instructor since uh, October mm. So not a couple of months, but I've been doing that for the last almost a year. Okay. And
0: the, uh, we, we'll, we can catch back about that later but also you're, you're obviously been involved in other things too it's not like Oops. you're a fish out of the water <laughs> so so we'll maybe get back to there later but uh, so what I wanted to ask you here is what brings you back to that method like what what inspires you to be an instructor and and what drives you to share this like what's the main because I some from your personal story I can resonate with a desire to kind of get deeper deeper into the subject for your own fulfillment, but obviously you're becoming an instructor so there must be some other layers of why you're
1: doing this. So I'm curious to ask that. I could about say that. there's at least a couple. Mm. Uh, <laughs> first one is, uh, do you remember after the breathing that you did mm-hmm. yesterday, yeah. what kind of facial expression you had when you woke up, uh, if you would think back? I, I, I'd I say either happy, relaxed, or... Exactly. Yeah. That facial expression of everyone mm. is more than enough right. as a payment for me for that whole session, nice. Yeah. Like that, it's 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 kind of egoistic because uh, I get I get a good feeling because someone else is having a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. And That's why I'm trying to repeat it. So I'm not really doing it for kind of. It sounds like I'm not really no. doing it for you guys. I'm doing it for myself. Right. I, it feels
0: good. I want to make sure i I <laughs> let you continue, but I wanted to jump in as well. I, I personally think, uh, and it's kind of a, a bit of a rough thought, but I mm. think there's altruism in reality, in the in the deep truth, altruism in a way doesn't exist. We, we, we all do even if a person is altruistic, he does things for others it still feels good for yeah. that person so that's and I, and I don't think it's a bad thing at all it's just <laughs> it's, it's it's much better than anything else so
1: so you're don't worry about that <laughs> It's better to understand that yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, just to think that you're a good person all the time right. and you're doing everything for right. everyone else so that's that's the first thing. Right. second thing is the experiences It's yeah. taking you out of the comfort zone because yeah. you yourself you, you, you you've been You've been teaching people, right? Right. and I just like do not just yoga. You, you, even when you speak with someone and you're trying to give them something, sure. it's a very weird feeling. No, no, no. It's like you give, but at the same time, you take like mm. experience through it, because okay. sometimes while you say something, at the same time you think about it and you go like, oh, I just realized something. Like so, so yeah, some things yeah. they come in together yeah, exactly. while you yeah. teach people. Right. So like, mm-hmm. for example, a couple of days ago, I realized that I can repeat certain breathing techniques mm-hmm. by cutting out certain things just while I was saying to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I've tried it at home and it goddamn works properly, but I can't yeah, talk about it too yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Well, so like just just that experience, yeah. you learn through teaching True. True. and at the same time, uh, I really, really want to give to people this. Right. Not 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 just the whole Winhof method thing, just the main thing is of just feeling yourself. Mm-hmm. Just observing what's going on around you. Just control your own reactions to things. Right. of course Wim Hof method is a perfect tool for that.
0: So. Mm. Nice. <laughs> plug, <laughs> it, plug it like <laughs> Well I will want to come back to the Winhof method. Am I pronouncing that right? Winhof? Yeah, Winhof. Okay, cool. So uh, we'll definitely come back to that since it's our main subject of the episode. Uh, but also, too, I wanted to touch upon the fact that you are a martial artist. Yeah, kind uh, of really <laughs> a
1: martial artist. I've, I've, I've been doing only for God knows. I've, I've been switching it in between for the last fifteen years or so.
0: But just plenty. That's plenty. I mean, but but it's just from my what I understand. We 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 still are getting to know each other. But I do feel that kind of spirit of a martial artist yeah. in you. So, uh, and I know you're passionate about it. And for me, that's enough to 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 name someone a martial artist, uh, but so currently you are doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu?
1: Yes, yes, yes. So I'm doing it in the 10th planet in London. Mm. But, uh, I've been doing that only for the last past, past year Mm. So, but you were doing like,
0: to make sure I say that, <laughs> you were doing like 10 to 13 times per week, right? Yes, yes.
1: There yeah. were at least like good four, maybe five months through that year mm. when I was doing like a bunch of it. But like like, every, like right. with everything, there's always a gap. So like a few sure, weeks, Yeah, of course. Month, yeah, but, of course. yeah I, was, I was passionate up to the point where I didn't care how tired I was to get to work. Yeah. Like after three, three sessions per day, like you see me at work just walking like this. Mm.
0: And uh, also, too, you had more or less of a traditional martial arts background. Yes. So,
1: can you say a bit about that? Funny thing, but I've started it with something that I never thought it's a martial art: mm-hmm. fencing. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so nice. I was I was doing fencing when I was a kid, when mm-hmm. I was younger. I was doing fencing, and I, I didn't realize it's a martial art. Mm-hmm. I only realized it when I kind of started doing a bit of boxing mm-hmm. and uh, mma, something like that. Yeah. And I realized because I started standing with my right hand in front, mm. and everyone was like, "Yo, you're right-handed. You're right-handed." Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, "God damn it!" But it feels so good to stand with your right hand in front. Yeah. yeah. And then later, it kicked in like oh fencing. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. in fencing, you always have your main hand in front. Aye. Yeah. So that started it there. Then later, it's a uh, bit, and bit of, I've done a bit of like uh, what's it called? Tang So Do. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of Korean martial art a mm-hmm. bit. And uh, then I've got stuck and very nicely stuck in a Vietnam. Mm-hmm. There's a martial art called Vietnam, mm-hmm. and I've done it in London, and uh, it kind of started changing my life mm-hmm. because through that martial art I experienced the power of breathing and the power of your mind. Because mm-hmm. I had the chance and I I'm, I'm, will be thankful for the rest of my life for that. I had the chance to try out how does it feel to stand on a broken glass, mm-hmm. how does it feel to stand on nails, how mm-hmm. does it feel to stand on a, on sabers, mm-hmm. or swords. Mm-hmm. Like when, when your brain tells you like this is not a good idea, mm-hmm. but actually your body is capable to do that how to right. how to run through, bur- uh, through burning ashes mm-hmm. through coal yeah. I, oft- I had the chance to try all of that thing, and at the same time of course all the like, breathing punching moving all of that stuff yeah. and then later it's, yeah. I kind of went into jiu-jitsu but uh, my father he used to do wrestling yeah. so since since I was a kid we used to do a lot of wrestling back yeah. in the house and I grew up with other two brothers so there were three of us there yeah. was plenty of fighting. And in between.
0: Well, one more thing. I, I know. So we got to know each other through through my work, through my channel. Yes. Uh, we, we connected up through the, the idea that oh, we have similar uh, knowledge and experience. And I, I was curious. So what brought you to, to 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 watch some of my content? Like what what was what was your kind of gateway to it? I'm
1: trying to remember now.
0: Or what kept you watching? I'm just curious to what ask. Kept me watching,
1: what yeah. kept me watching is um, mm. you being completely true with mm. whatever comes at you. Mm. A lot of people, they like to put their clean glasses on. Mm. And uh, they see a punch coming and they, they go like, Oh, it's just a punch. You know, it punched me because it's stronger, bigger, whatever. Mm. No, but you were actually seeing, like, you were thinking about what's going on without having some kind of... Uh, Aikido glasses on. Because mm. like even, yeah. even Aikido like I, I see a lot of uh, things from Aikido that, that are being used like an army, mm-hmm. a bunch of other things. Yeah. Like there's a lot of good things out of it. Mm-hmm. Like whoever thinks that Aikido is completely pointless mm-hmm. is they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Because yeah. yeah. there's barely any better martial art to know mm-hmm. to teach you how to control someone while you're controlling their weapon. Mm-hmm. Like stuff like that, like mm-hmm. It, it's awesome, but at the same time, it's not practical in certain other areas. Yeah. It's the same as, let's say, jujitsu. You can't really do it if there's uh, two guys, <laughs> yeah, two or three guys jumping on yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna get smashed. Yeah, yeah. So like, there's this practical area for everything. And when I mm-hmm. saw that what you were doing it, I saw how you were trying to improve it, mm-hmm. how you were trying to travel it mm-hmm. through your own journey. Because I've started watching while it still was uh, Aikido mm-hmm. showing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Back back in the days, yeah, it was yeah, it was just like Edo Channel, and I was like yeah. very interested in it, mm. and your whole Zen, and yeah, like, <laughs> mm, no no no, no very, right, very, right. very calm and stuff like that. That that's awesome. Oh nice. Ah, and, uh, when I, Especially when I saw you changing yourself, mm-hmm. like, your whole body structure changed mm-hmm. when yeah. you get gotten into MMA, right, yeah. your, the way you stand changed, mm-hmm. like, your, even, even your chin, how high it okay. is when you talk, it changed, yeah. right, right, like, right. those small things changed and, like, right. I saw them and it's like, it's interesting to follow a person mm-hmm. and see the improvement and the, right. yeah. and even though, like, most of the people think they're above 20-something, they're already too old to improve, right. yeah. you know, like, mm-hmm. that same oh, those teach old wolf a new tricks yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> you completely ignore that mm-hmm. that's respect, right. for that. Mm-hmm. respect for that thank you
0: I appreciate saying that and uh, it's it's also true when it something I want to say I appreciate uh, when the story you're telling uh, I think it's one of the more rare stories because if, if we look at the journey uh, most people tuned into my journey only in certain periods like I had a fan base when I was pure Aikido person pure Aikido guy I was laughing out of everyone when you got into MMA yeah oh. <laughs> yeah well and you know some, some of them hate me up to today they feel like I betrayed them uh, then uh, then I have a certain fan base when I try to make Aikido work and then eventually I, I said you know, it's pointless. I mean, it's it's not worth it. It's not the way to go. It's not, or at least I'm not the right person to do that. So I kind of ditched that. Then I had a certain fan base with the with my first fight, and now I'm looking into into expanding to other areas. But but uh, there are those few cases where there are people who are interested more about the depth of the journey, and it's always nice to to to, to
1: know That's that. It's the name so. of the channel, isn't it? True, very true, very true. It's a journey. Yeah. It's, I'm gonna use the old old one. To say, it's a journey, not a destination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very true. And. Uh, uh, Time, yeah, yeah. and
0: uh, the that naturally leads to my next question. So, I feel from what we're getting to know of each other, we are uh, it seems like we share some uh, definitely parts of our kind of philosophy or approach. Like, you know, the, the main one that we
1: share is asking questions, right?
0: Right, also, too, like you mentioned yesterday, you were the first one to, to start speaking, you were the first one to introduce yourself for the, to the group, and you you started off by saying that you're kind of running towards fear not away fear and I was like oh I do that too so so that's and that's a good one that's, that's not a lot not a lot of people do that so, so I respect that and I feel that that kind of connects us uh, but yeah I have the impression you are looking at life from a deeper perspective and I'm curious since you are a passionate uh, martial artist or a passionate person about martial arts, how do you kind of connect everything, uh, including the Wunhoff method and your current practice and uh, and your life perspective and martial arts? Does that all come together into a single sauce for you, a single soup, or 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 do you kind of keep it separate? How, how does it work in your life?
1: I'm trying my best to get it all together and mm. uh, sometimes it's a bit difficult. Mm. But it, it connects in between. Because <clears throat> the weird thing is, uh, you mentioned about martial arts, about like going uh, off meth, all of that, that connects perfectly. Because mm-hmm. you learn how to breathe, even let's say in jiu jitsu, you're, you're in, a, in a growly position when your hips are above your head, mm. your your chin is tucked to your chest, you have mm. barely any space to, to breathe. Yeah. If you breathe through your chest, you, know, you cannot breathe. Mm. You learn through to be to breathe through your belly. There you mm. go. Now, now you are uh, capable, actually to breathe in that in that position. Mm. So it works perfectly, especially with like regeneration and stuff like that. Mm. But one thing that you still haven't mentioned, probably mm-hmm. you might have kn- didn't know that. I play basketball a lot. Right. No, I know yeah. that actually, but it's good you, you brought it up. Yeah. So now the question is, how do I put <laughs> jujitsu, wimhov, basketball, and life right all together? Because basketball. Mm and jiu-jitsu doesn't go together plus I do a lot of like climbing mountain, mountaineering all that stuff mm-hmm. so I do a lot of different activities and kind of Wim Hof method kind of puts it all together mm-hmm. it's like a center and all those activities around because the main thing is that it allows me to regenerate myself mm-hmm. to rest mm-hmm. Like there is no better feeling than when you're tired as hell to jump in a, like ice bath or a cold shower. Like it's mm. amazing. Mm. It's like you, you feel awesome. And that, that's the main thing how it all adds together for me. Mm. The, plus, I'm the kind of person who always it has to learn something new, mm. so I always get some new tricks and always try to put it all together. I don't know why ha- well, is it for you, but for me, mm. if I don't learn nothing for three days, I get depressed. <laughs>
0: I know what you mean. I uh, get I, very, I have very sad and
1: very depressed. Yeah.
0: yeah. Personally, I uh, uh, I can relate with you, and I, but I don't think that's specifically the same case for me. But but for me, what's what is similar is if I don't. Create value, mm-hmm. or if I don't put out something for about three days, I, my my mood starts to go down. I feel like like I'm like if I take a weekend off, and I like, I try to do that. I try to force because I'm a, kind of a I have a natural working tendency to, to work. And if I force myself to not work on Saturday and Sunday, which I usually do these days, uh, I, I don't work. Mm-hmm. Then by Monday, I'm like already like well,
1: I should do would something. You, would you call yourself obsessed person? I definitely, easily.
0: I definitely have obsessive tendencies. Uh-huh. My my aikido instructor used the the word zealous. Uh, zealous. To, that's that's the first right, time I right, heard about right. that as well. Mm. It's it's a specific word, but zealous means I I would say Batman. You know, my mm. favorite character. He's zealous. Like a zealous person is like like completely like if you do something, you do it hundred twenty percent. Like you, you completely do it yourself. And I think you described yourself as that yesterday as well when we spoke. So so I have that tendency as well I'm like I, I, I can't I have to be productive I have to be useful I have to be valuable I have to move forward I can't move back and uh, so yeah I do have that and I presume you have
1: you relate to that are as well. you the kind of person that for example uh, you can you can go to a gym seven days a week but if you don't go once then second time is a bit easier not to go the third time is easier fourth time and you get obs- obsessed. Oh, yeah. obsessed right. about the fact that you cannot be fully obsessed
0: You know, again, I I didn't think about that, but I relate it. Mm -hmm. I think, especially these days, and I'm still keeping some, uh, not necessarily from you, but from the audience, I'm playing some cards close to my chest. I'm not not yet exposing some of the plans I'm planning to do. But as I'm looking at my new new direction, uh, I realized what made me make that shift is when I realized that martial arts are not driving me as much as they did. And I'm the type of person who I have to have passion in my life. Like, like if, if I do something without passion, I actually have this rule for myself. Which I say it's similar to the parrot rule, the 80/20. Mm-hmm. But I say that 80% of my life has to be filled with passion and it has to be driven from, let's say, my heart, and only 20% should be chores and something I have to do. Like okay. you can't avoid stuff you have to do. Even mm-hmm. like traveling from point A to point B is, uh, I'm, I'm tired of it, I'm sick of it, but but it's you have to do it. You know, I can't, I can't just teleport to the states or whatever. Or you can okay.
1: find a way how to actually enjoy that time, is
0: very true as well. Very true. I mean, it's just, it's me. Yeah, I'm guilty of it. But it's just, for some reason, flights started to just, I, I think I had too many last year. And and it's just, they, they create this negative feeling in me. And I try to deal with it. But I'm like, I just hate flying these days. But that's me. <laughs> Can't complain. But but what I, what I wanted to, to point out to you, like like, so that 80-20, if I'm doing something which I'm not, as you said, obsessed about, I'm, there's something bugging me. I'm like... <laughs> I don't like doing things just to do things. So. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, no worries. It's going to be cut. Yeah, don't worry about <laughs> it.
1: So, but what about you? How, how does it work for you? For me, I have that stupid, obsessed personality. Like I said, like, for example, I can go to mm-hmm. 10 to 15 sessions per week to train. And then, for example, one day I can't go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: For some reason, like, I have to go do something. The next day, if, even if I can go, but for example, if I know the day after I can't go, then in mm-hmm. my head is like, so what's the point to go this day? <laughs> like you're not, you're not gonna go next day. Then what's right. the point to go? Yeah. Then like, so if I if I can't give myself fully yeah, yeah, yeah. to something, mm-hmm. then it becomes so much easier to find the reasons why not mm-hmm. to do it, even just yeah. a little bit. I know. Yeah, so see like for the past couple of months, I was putting most of my attention towards the whole in love method and mm-hmm. structure, especially because I had to translate it from one language to another language yeah. in my head. So. Thank you. There's been a couple of months where I barely went to any training. I mm-hmm. for the whole month I went to maybe five five training sessions mm-hmm. and it was mainly because I was like, What's the point? Like I know I'm gonna take a pause to do all of this. So what's the point for me to train now? But then mm-hmm. some days it's like, God damn I miss those guys, I miss yeah. those girls like that I train with. I'm just gonna go there like to have a good time. Yeah. Like I'm having a good time and the day after it's like again, yeah, so what's the point? You're not gonna be doing it again. <laughs> like uh, I can uh, see. I don't necessarily have that specific quality, but I can,
0: I can, I can definitely uh, see what you mean. And it's
1: like you're trying you to find else. a reason to do something. And you can't find that.
0: Yeah, it's, it's horrible. I think it's not the worst though, you, it sounds like you're still a productive person, like it seems like you are the person who achieves, I think the worst is when people are, when they have ideas and they have desires and tendencies, but they just can't follow through, you know, they, they like to say out loud and tell everyone, I'm want to you know, quit smoking, I want to start martial arts or everything, and, and and then they're like, but yeah, but I'm going to do that, you know, January, next year, like after New Year's, and it's like, whenever somebody says that I already listened and I'm like eighty percent chance they won't. If you're like if you if you want to start something and you're not
1: starting it right now,
0: yeah.
1: the, probably there's a problem. <laughs> my, my father gave me very good advice once okay. Whatever you decide to do don't ever put a date on.
0: Because
1: mm. if you put a date on smart. Yeah. it's like Things might change and then one time it changes and the next time it's easier to cancel it. Yeah. Then it gets easier to cancel right, yeah, it every yeah. single time. It's the same you said with smoking, people to go, ah okay. This is my last cigarette. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't work that way. You true. do it either now or now. Or now. True, true, true.
0: Besides the fact that we just missed a few nice conversations off record, (laughs) Uh, we can continue. So actually, we might touch that subject, which we just spoke about later. But uh, one thing I wanted to make sure I get on record is because my core audience right now is obviously martial arts Mm -hmm. people. And uh, I I have a feeling, and some of you mentioned too, that uh, at least in from what I understand, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu community you're in, they are quite interested or it just sounds... I, I just think the Winhaut method sounds like the the type of method that would be interested for the mindset yes. of Brazilian jiu-jitsu guys and even I, I didn't have a chance to tell you that yesterday but I don't know if you watched the documentary Choke with Hicks and Gracie? Yes. And and he shows it's a brief moment but yes. he shows you know the breathing exercises he do and he does and he goes into the waterfall in Japan and and already that kind of shows there is something there. Uh, so I'm curious to ask uh, in regards to the prospect of the Wim, Wim Hof method you mentioned a little bit about the for example the breathing it sounds like a great idea but what do you feel like martial artists could benefit from it and why would you say they what
1: would what could be interesting for them to get out of that system. Like for example, uh, what's, what's the main problem that most of the good jiu-jitsu guys has? Is the inflammation in their elbows. Mm. Yeah. So most of them, most of the good ones, they can't extend their elbows fully. Okay. So most of them, they can't extend their elbows, mm. elbows fully because of inflammation. The same goes in the legs and a bunch of other places because you train hard. Yeah. You get your body almost to the point where it's almost broken, plus mm. you... You attack the joints a lot, mm. so there's a lot of inflammation going on. Of course, you can you can deal with this, with a bunch of other stuff. Like uh, what was it uh, CBD? All of, all of mm. that stuff like, it mm. helps. But at the same time, jiu-jitsu, in in jitsu the whole if you I've I've done so many times. Like I showed to, uh, in in our in our gym, I showed so many people like the breathing exercise. They all fell in love with it mm. because like they felt how their body felt so much lighter afterwards. Yeah. and. That inflammation disappears too. Mm. You don't even have to jump into an ice bath mm. because what happens is that you, through breathing, through your CO two levels that goes down and up, mm. down and up, it, it changes your body, your body's chemistry. Mm. So the inflammation it goes down mm. just because of the breathing. If you go into an ice bath or cold shower, then inflammation goes out even more. Mm. Then it changes completely. Mm. So towards the inflammation is yeah. and it's an amazing thing towards the inflammation and especially for mm. traditional people yeah like if you go into like a striking martial arts mm-hmm. they don't get that much inflama- inflammation mm-hmm. like they get mm-hmm. tired but they they don't mess up their joints that right. much yeah. unless you call your chin a joint yeah, yeah, yeah. No? <laughs> sure no I yeah. definitely see what you mean yeah, yeah like a lot, not a lot of pressure on yes. the muscles though. Yeah. 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 so that's one of the main things another thing your mindset mm. and yeah. and your capability of controlling your mm. mindset yeah. so like for example if you if you have a tournament and you, you feel you feel your heart beating mm. and your hands are shaking you're afraid mm. so, your breath is the key To mm-hmm. you use your breath you can calm yourself down yeah. and then you can actually think and in jiu-jitsu you have to always mm. be thinking mm. and it well as far as I've heard from people who've done it for many, many years, later you just have to feel it, mm-hmm. not to think. Yeah. But yeah, like breathing is the main thing that can help any martial artist mm. and uh, through stamina and all of that stuff. Things that I don't want to just like, One Health Method is a tool. Yeah. There's so many other tools. The of right. But met all of it when it comes together it, it helps mainly towards inflammation and actually mm. regeneration of your yeah. body. Nice. It's kind of a good answer. A good answer, yeah. Precise and concise as well. Uh, and
0: what else did I want to say? Uh, so, one more question on my list, uh, and it's kind of, I usually don't like to refer to other people much, but but for some reason I'm inspired and interested to ask this one. So, Wim Hof himself, you met him and Mm -hmm. you were taught by him. Uh, what do you think drives him from what you know of him and from how much you know him personally?
1: He wants to change the world. Mm. wants to show everyone that they can they have a control of their own uh, autoimmune system mm. that's his goal yes. mm-hmm. his goal is to because when when you're in control of your autoimmune system you're yeah. you're in control of your depressions, anxieties mm-hmm. all of that stuff i cannot I don't really like to say like you, you, can, you can heal all of it but mm-hmm. you can you can affect it right you can changed a little bit. I've heard so many people changing it and I'm pretty sure there might be some kind of science already done towards towards that where I'm, I can't really quote it at the moment. But his idea is at the moment to change the world mm-hmm. towards the good. Mm-hmm. So that that's why he travels to all of the universities, does all of the crazy scientific projects and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. He even goes and speaks with Elon Musk, Elon Musk for some reason. Mm-hmm. That happened recently? or yeah, yeah. Yeah. That happened in October. Beginning of October. I see. Yeah. So. That's cool.
0: Well. Um, mm.
1: Yeah. One more thing okay. about him. He's one of the craziest human beings I ever met, in a good way. How come? There were two people in my life that I met that are like a bit older and they're acting like kids. <laughs> and I love that. because yeah. they have all of that, like learning that instead of just like trying to mm-hmm. be calm all the time, they're gonna go and like just, some, keep checking something or talking all the time yeah, 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 yeah. so those two people what one of them was our our, our net Vietnam master mm. he, he inspired me to always be young and always ask questions and always try to find something and I saw a lot of very similar things in, in He he's always inspired about what he talks he, he's always looking for something like for example what he likes to say is, uh, is science is like a third Mm. We're walking with a turtle, so we're in front, we know the answer, but we have to wait until that sign is going to come in and then it's going to show everyone to do that. So yeah, he's he's one of the most interesting human beings I've met, at least top five in my life. (laughs) At least. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: So uh, probably the last thing I want to make sure I get on record. which is always a thing to do at the end is uh, to mention you're personally based in London and uh, I haven't mentioned that but I think it might be obvious from what I said in the intro and whatnot is that we're both Lithuanians and uh, you just went through doing uh,
1: workshops or kind of around Lithuania. Yeah, in the last eight eight or nine days I was, yeah, like... Mm. Jonas, Shole, Jonas, back back to corner so it's the whole circle almost, like half of a country. And
0: uh, so, what's your intention? It's going to be a two-part question. So, what's your intention next, and, and what's your plan, and what what's your priority? What are you going to focus on, and then to make sure that when people are interested. If they're interested in what you have to say and what you have to teach and they want to get to know you or they want to learn from you, uh, how can they find you and how can they connect with you?
1: So, so let's start with the first one. So, what's your next? So, my next one now is to get more into breathing mm. and I'm trying to find out more and more about the whole oxygen mm. and CO2, how it affects your body and at the same time, I'm very interested in the movement mm. and not just any movement like all of those new YouTube, Facebook, all of them, like no pay pay me money I'm going to teach you how to move you you can move yourself just like you need to use a fantasy but what I want to do. I want to get more into moving with uh, certain objects. Hmm. Like for example, even having a ball in your hand or having a long stick, yeah. like uh, again, thanks to Netnam, I've learned how to do certain things with a long stick and hmm. kind of like led me towards that hmm. working with a stick. Yeah. I want to improve more of that. And then maybe later we'll hmm. somehow get it into seminars hmm. because there's a lot of things you can do just some kind of object. And at the same time, I've, I want to go full-time into all of this. Mm. So, at the moment, I'm full-time for the last three months in this, like Wim all of that yeah. stuff. And just try to inspire people around. The reason why even I come to Lithuania back is because uh, I want to give this whole thing to Lithuania because in, in my head I kind of, of, of you know yourself there's a lot of things that's going on in Lithuania like yeah it's actually one of the subjects I will want to address in the in my next chapter but yeah. yeah so like there's special towards depression mm-hmm. alcoholism yeah. all of that stuff there's a lot of a lot of bad kind of badish things, yeah. and one of the main reasons for that is because people they're always closed in inside. True. So like we we had a we had a beautiful event I mentioned to you before. It was called 100 Men. It was in London and. Yeah. Uh, we just simply got a bunch of people, a bunch of guys. It was only guys, no females, mm. only guys. And like the, the energy in there was awesome. We went through breathing, went to eyes, mouth, and there was a, a little bit of things. And again, a bit of breathing exercise. And then people came in and they were talking. Mm. There was one person who went, came, came from jail not too long ago. Mm. And he said that one very simple thing was that if I would have known way, way before that, strong male is the one who's opened I would have never went to jail Mm. because even if you think like it's so much easier to keep things inside of you Mm. it's it's nothing to do with macho and stuff like that oh man I'm not gonna tell you something blah 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 no it's it's easy Mm -hmm. it's a boy's thing to keep the things inside all for yourself to talk it out of course you need to have some kind of person to talk it to you can't go to any random person like oh grandma my life is horrible right now. But just to talk it out like I, I want to work on that I want to mm-hmm. bring that to the fame I want to try to change people's perspective of what it means to be as strong as a person as a mm-hmm. human being mm-hmm. and it mainly we have a problem with males here mm-hmm. yeah, because that all of the suicides all of that bunch of stuff but mm-hmm. yeah kind of Sorry for going down. Oh no no no! no.
0: She, I will actually go with you there, but so yeah. please continue. Or, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that
1: that that's my main goal. That's why I come come mm-hmm. to the fame and yeah. I will be coming time to time there. But in, back in London, mm-hmm. I want to get keep working on the movement on a, on the breathing. Uh, we have a we we have a kind of couple of people that we call it. N dot ice collective, mm. so it's nice an collective, and we all there work on like three out of four of us are Wim Hof method uh, instructors, and the fourth person is Naba, but she's doing a bunch of other things. So all four of us we're doing something separately, something different. Mm. So we're kind of working together and to mm. bring back that. Uh, different thinking Mm. like one is working more on breathing one on uh, movement and Mm. stuff like that but me myself you can find on Facebook as uh, I'm not sure I spell out my name I'll
0: spell it out, uh, dog, or, okay. or, or, damn it, <laughs> our Lithuanian yeah. names are yeah, tough. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I'll spell it. It's gonna be in the video for sure. But so anyways, uh, yeah. so just type in your name and surname into.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My surname, by the way, means December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is he that. himself knows. Yeah, well that's uh, that's kind of goes good, together with. Uh, oh, that's nice. I didn't actually didn't think about that, but now that you said it, I was like, oh yeah, that's yeah. a nice kind of a point. And uh, I'm, not, I'm on Instagram. You can find me yeah. as a Z. E lower you call dash. That? Lower dash, yeah. So Z E E lower dash Gruadus. Mm. So. Uh, it's going to be
0: somewhere on the screen. I don't have to spell it out. No, sure. Yeah, fine. And this is a lot of this actually will be on a podcast forum, audio form. Only part of it is going to be on video. Cool. So so whoever's listening to this, because it's more easier to listen to you know, stuff. This is actually something I was guilty of for a while. I used to have a podcast. I used to make my videos, part of my videos into audio files. Yeah. But eventually I, I started drifting away from that. And I actually met, it's a, it's a, it's a brief side story but I met in Dublin uh, there's a Bel- Belgium guy who came down to train and he's like oh you're that guy I'm like yeah that guy and then we started talking and he said you know one thing could you start uploading your your your, your talks to podcasts because he's like he, he likes yeah. to listen to them as he goes on the train or something and it's really really is uncomfortable to listen to long conversations on YouTube especially if you don't yes. have the YouTube bread and I was like damn she's right so I'm gonna actually bring that back uh, this is one of the talks that's gonna be there. But anyway, side topic uh, off and back. Uh, and uh, one more thing about your about reaching out to you. Uh, I, I actually will st- still want to go back to the question.
1: Oh, by of, the way, you can find me in the Wim Hof method mm. website. Okay, so one of the instructors there in London's area.
0: Oh, great. Perfect. That sounds like a good one to, mm. to do as well. Uh, so uh, I actually still want to come back a little bit to uh, about your relationship with Lithuania, but. In regards to finding you, so you were you were doing a tour, uh, workshop tour in Lithuania right now. What about in London? Can people hire you or get private coaching or? Okay.
1: Actually, yesterday I found an email. Hmm. uh, So some kind of person wrote me that she wants to do like a, a seminar about breathing and stress control for like 500 people and so. And I was like, that hey, I'll see how that's going to happen. Yeah, but that's yeah. a jumper. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a bit of a woo. I had those uh, two Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a good challenge. But yeah, um, London or yeah in London. Wow. At, at the moment, I don't have any events done in London, but mm. I'm pretty sure when this is gonna come out, there's gonna be already some done. I think so. Too. Because I'm planning in the next week or so, I'm planning to start finding places to do it in London. I see. Because I know a couple of people there, and it shouldn't be too hard. But uh, all the information is always on a uh, SwimHawk Method uh, website. Mm. So Method dot if I remember Mm -hmm. correctly Mm -hmm. and uh, on Facebook if you find me there's a lot of events that I get into and uh, especially n.ice collective group Mm. we do a lot of events today and uh, we don't do just swim hop events we do a bunch of other breathing and a bunch of other events so Mm -hmm. n.ice collective very cool
0: I was about to wrap up our conversation, but something that came up from what you said—kind uh, so, of two things—but I'll start with one. Uh, Lithuania itself, uh, I was actually curious. Just didn't had a chance to ask you. Uh, I presumed. Uh, that since you are a Lithuanian originally although living in London uh, but then since you became an instructor of the Wienho- method uh, that they potentially sent you here and they were like oh spread the word in Lithuania because you speak their language that was my presumption but turns out that so there's the better story there there so right. so what, what, how did what, what was it how did it happen did, did you what, it seems like you were actually inspired
1: to, to bring the word I mean to bring them up here. So oh, I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna show exactly what I preached before about opening up and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So um, there's there's certain breathing techniques that you can do, and then later it puts you in a very different mood. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you remember certain memories. Sometimes mm-hmm. you you see certain things. Sometimes you realize what you really want at that moment. Mm. So we were doing one of the breathing techniques uh, back when I was still in the instructors mm. course on one of the last days, and uh, that that's called the uh, power breathing technique. And mm. It's a very deep, and uh, the person who was doing it he he guided it a lot of people before, so he knew what he was doing, and uh, mm. that was a strong session. And he finished it with just simply saying like. Uh, See, see the person that you love the most in your eyes. So I saw my grand grandfather. Mm-hmm. And my grandfather died a couple of years ago on 23rd of December.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It was around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, like, who, who is the next person? Mm-hmm. Like, who could I imagine that is the next person? That's my mom. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that. Uh, I haven't really seen her too much in the last ten years. Mm. Like uh, just coming once or twice a year yeah. and stuff like that. Mm. So and then I started thinking about like uh, her health issues and stuff like that, and I was like, God damn, we need to actually start start coming here. And mm. through the whole session, of course it was tears all over and stuff like that, like everyone was crying that if you would have been in that room like it was it was it was beautiful and sad at the same time. Wow. And so through that breathing technique I kinda realized that I have to go back to Lithuania mm. for my mom mm. and at the same time because I want to change all of that uh Issues that we have uh, with uh, top five, whatever we are now with suicides and stuff like that.
0: Actually, that's one of the subjects I'm interested to address as well. And uh, last time I checked, to my mind blowing up, uh, it was the first apparently in the world, which is like what the fuck? (laughs) Percentage, yeah. It's like crazy. I believe Latvia is not too far. Our near. could be. I I wouldn't be surprised, but still, we are we are winning. (laughs) So, so yeah. But please continue.
1: So. So, Yeah, so that that, that, that that was my main motivation, why to come. Okay? Mm. Nice. And uh, some people, they, they believe... I already spoke to a couple of people who believe that I decided to come to, to Lithuania just for the money and stuff like that. But mm. money is way better back in London. <laughs> like if I want to do the events back in London only, mm. that's where the money is. Right. Yeah. Like, It's nothing to do with money. So e- even like in the last... Was uh, had four events in the last week or so mm. only two of them were proper official Wolf Method workshops mm. the other two events were different and they were completely for free mm. Mm. so I just literally just want to give out that message. Mm-hmm. Just just that feeling of I'm calm and I just, but my next step is to, I still need to find a couple of people who can help me out, but my next step is to do something similar, as I mentioned to you uh, about that 100 men event. Mm. I want to do something very similar in Lithuania. Yeah, that sounds cool. Even back in London right now, in the Lithuanian community, uh, the, there's a one person called Ivaras, and uh, I believe he went to Welsh. Yeah, he got like 12 people so, uh, guys only mm-hmm. and they all went to Wells, they they camped there, they slept on, on under, under the sky so we mm-hmm. just, just sleeping bags mm-hmm. and we're planning right now to go to Scotland. Mm-hmm. Then in Scotland there to walk like with, sh- with shorts a little bit time to time like it's cold there. <laughs> So like just we already trying to do that in the Lithuanian community back mm-hmm. in London because in London a lot of Lithuanians there. They work, drink, sleep, work, drink, yep. sleep, work, drink, sleep. It's always the same cycle. Mm-hmm. So the more people you get involved into that kind of stuff, like as I just be around around other males, just mm-hmm. relax, enjoy yourself, open up yourself. That's yeah. for God's sake, like how many of us want are trying to be machos, alpha mad. Because that whole idea of I am better than everyone else or I cannot show my weakness. Mm. No, that that stuff doesn't work. That stuff gets you killed. Well, kind of by yourself.
0: Well, I think the very last question that's, that's here in me, uh, for the record, is uh, I don't think we necessarily have to go deep down it, since we already covered a lot, but uh, that thing you mentioned about uh, men having uh, their own personal issues, uh, so what's, what what would you say is the biggest thing that you you kind of talked about it, but still if you would have to choose one thing which you would like to address or or you're concerned about in, in men in general, so what would that be?
1: Uh, not having a person around you, another man around you that you can talk openly with. Yeah. Because most of us can only open up when we drink some alcohol, mm. but the problem is that you don't really remember <laughs> what happened, or even if you do remember, like for example, if me and you would get drunk, we would talk a lot and mm-hmm. open up and then the day after we would meet, we would act like nothing right. happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like you haven't heard me saying that I loved someone before and stuff mm. like that, that never happened. Yeah. Instead of just simply having someone who knows you, yeah. who who you know you can talk to, who you mm-hmm. know you can trust. Yeah. Like that one thing you just having that one person that you can open up to. Mm-hmm. That 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 creates magic. Mm-hmm. So that that's one thing. And that, that's the main thing, because most of us we're closed. We're mm-hmm. closed and then we just we think we are the only ones who have those issues. Mm. It's, it's like we're, we're big teenagers, for God's sake. Like teenagers are supposed to get through that stuff and then grow up. Yeah. But instead of growing up, like really growing up, we think that growing up, the real manhood is be a man and don't speak about it. Yeah, right. So that's it. That's a great, good
0: one. So yeah, um, well. Unfortunately to the audience, I think we'll still have a bit of a Lithuanian conversation off-record, so unlucky you. <laughs> but uh, this covers uh, plenty already for the record. Also, too, I won't be surprised if later down the path we'll collide and meet again, and, and we'll have more stuff to share. Uh, but not everybody knows where to find you and, and how to connect with you. I, I think the people should definitely benefit from it, especially like, like Brazilian jutsu guys or martial artists I think it's great when someone is already an insider and is expanding or, or has uh, kind of expertise in different fields. It's always nice to have a common language and uh, have that person guide you. So you know, by the way,
1: we're still planning to do some just jujitsu type of like breathing workouts and stuff like that, especially with 10th Planet London. Nice. In the future. I can't really say it on the record yet, but I already said it. Ah. in the future. Very cool. Uh, Very cool.
0: Can I? Well, very cool. So, for the record, thank you very much. Such a pleasure, and see you guys later.